It's good to be with you and thank you for being with us. We're uh, meeting today and here it is on Sunday and it is Palm Sunday, triumphal entry of our Lord and we'll actually be handling that in the text today as well. Uh, we're staying with Philippians 4.8 and in Philippians 4.8 we uh, are dealing with each of these individually as we look at them and giving you a challenge each week during Lent. And I just wanna read the passage to you in Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, which is where we are today, and if there is any praise, dwell on these things. Let's pray together. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Uh, any word of knowledge you direct to me to speak to our audience, our listening or our watching audience, Lord, if you, uh, if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, out of everybody watching and listening today, uh, I'm the one under a greater judgment, a more strict judgment, because I'm a teacher of your word, and I accept my place in rightly dividing it. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Amen. When we're dealing with Philippians 4.8 here, and we get to the point, uh, he says, if there's any moral excellence... We're going to be dealing with the word excellent here and what that means to us and what this means in our focus on Philippians 4.8. The word excellence can be virtue. The word virtue, we, we don't use that a lot in our, just in our daily communication with people and conversations, but it, it can also mean uh, God's goodness. It can mean that, and we'll, we'll, we'll branch on that here a little bit and make that even bigger. The, the excellence that is talked about here, where he has it listed as moral excellence, is excellence in faith and then excellence in life. So you're going, is it one or the other, or is it both? And the picture is it's both. I, uh, I'm going to give my faith and my life my very, very best. Um, when... Uh, when I'm doing a funeral for a family, and obviously they're grieving, there's suffering going on, there's questions. Uh, a lot of people have questions about life and death and eternity. Whether they ask them or not, they're dealing with them. And what I tell a family, uh, if they ask me to do the funeral, is I said, I just want you to know, I'm gonna give you my best. Well, that, that becomes a daily attitude of a believer in Christ. It's, we're striving for excellence in our faith and we're striving for excellence in our life. Uh, a picture here is that this, this strife of excellence, this moral excellence, is a, it's, it's a striving for the highest, the highest good that can be found in mankind. You may be making a statement today is you, you just can't find good people anymore. Let me tell you, they're out there. But it is a striving of my life to uh, live the highest good that I could ever live in my life. Now, I want you to know this is not a competition. We're not competing here. Uh, Tyra's to my side, Tucker and Logan are here helping with the filming. It's not that I want my strife of excellence in my faith in my life to be a competition against these three people. That's not the picture at all. And so just remove that. Like I'm trying to beat them at something. That is not the picture at all. It is about influence. Paul is saying if you do these things, you're going to have be a person of excellent 
influence. And we'll be dealing with that a little more here in just a moment too. So the journey of excellence is not about you, but it's about him. And it's about influencing people to know him. Let me give you this statement. We are blessed by God. So live like you are blessed by God. Then we want others to be blessed by God, not just us. This is where we move away from the competition. We want others to be blessed by God. And then we strive to be a blessing of God to other people. We even have a saying of our church, all I want to be, all I want to be is a blessing. So this, uh, this excellence we're talking about, and Paul's talking about this moral excellence, it's a, it's a picture of a person who's walking with God while he's walking with people. Uh, it is, and I'm going to encourage them to walk even in the same. This strife for excellence is a reflection of our God and our relationship that is with him. It, this striving for excellence represents the best life, a kingdom life, and a, a person that a person can live between God and man. Uh, I want to bring up the Ten Commandments for a moment because this is a good place to insert this and teach this. When the Ten Commandments were given to us by God through his servant Moses, when he was given to us, it's, uh, it was meant for me to take the Ten Commandments and look at my life. It was never meant for me to take the Ten Commandments and look at Tyra's life. In the the picture of the work with the Ten Commandments is it's um, it's vertical and horizontal. Uh, the Ten Commandments, if I live them, it's it's a way for me to live with God vertically. And also, if I practice the Ten Commandments horizontally, it's a way for me to live with man, with other people. So the Ten Commandments were to be a standard by which I looked at my life, not a standard by which I looked at someone else's life. They were meant for my own, my own personal standard. And you, you've got to see this. Um, it's, it, it's not given to us. The Ten Commandments are not given to us to judge other people, but to correct our own lives. For example, Daniel in the Old Testament I love to read about Daniel. There's a lot of things that I challenge people to do and have for a number of years in our church. Uh, and that is when it comes to praying for those who are in authority over us is that we are praying for, I pray for Daniels. And I pray for Daniels because Daniel uh, did what he did well. We'll get there in a minute. And he, but he had the ear of the king. He had influence on the king. And so when I pray for people who are in leadership, I not only pray for leaders, but I pray for those Daniels that are around them that can whisper truth um, in, in the life of whoever is leading. So Daniel, why do we bring him up here? He is recognized as having a spirit of excellence. I, I, I really try to disciple people in this area. Live with a spirit of excellence about you, about who you are about the God that you represent and the reflection of him in your life. And Daniel did that. He had a spirit of excellence about him. I pray that you have that today too. Uh, and do your work, live your life, exercise your faith and do all of it with a spirit of excellence. In Philippians 4, 8, 
Paul is actually saying you can wrap up everything we've handled up till now into this word excellence. For example, you focus on what is true, what is honorable, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely. Remember, I want to be a part of the lovely. I don't want to be a part of the ugly. Uh, whatever is commendable. If there is any moral excellence, which we know that there is, and he is saying that all those things, all the whatevers listed in that verse can be wrapped up in the fact that it will produce, it will produce excellence. Don't forget the blessing here. Uh, we are blessed by God. I want other people to be blessed by God. And then I strive to be a blessing of God to other people. All I want to be is a blessing. So we strive for this excellence in faith and we strive for excellence in our life, knowing that all of it is not a competition. It's not a, it's not a one-up. I'm not trying to one-up anybody around me. It's just a reflection of, an, of a relationship with an excellent Savior. I want you to look at Colossians 3.17. Paul wrote this too, to a different group of people, but it's the same thing. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And whatever you do, whatever you're doing, do it in word or deed. His excellence, the excellence of Jesus, promotes our excellence, and it is even a return on what he has done for all of us. I want you to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 for a moment. The word excellence in Philippians 4.8 is only found in two other places, and I'm going to give you both of those today. Uh, one of the places is 1 Peter 2.9, and let me read it to you. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, that you may declare the wonderful deeds. And, and I chose this version, which is the Revised Standard Version, for just that phrase right there. That you may declare the wonderful deeds, that, that phrase, wonderful deeds, of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let me, let me break this down for you. God's looking for his own people. The, uh, the Old Testament says the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro over all the land to find a heart that is loyal to him, a heart he can show himself strong in. He's looking for his own people. And, and it's the, the, the phrase wonderful deeds is actually the word excellence that's also found in Philippians 4.8, same word, two different locations. In a moment, we're gonna see a third and it's only found in these three places that you may declare the wonderful deeds of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Excellent here refers to wonderful deeds. And we're gonna be using it the rest of the sermon. Uh, on Palm Sunday, we have the triumphal entry of Jesus coming into the city of Jerusalem. That's what today is, we celebrate that. People went to the road they laid down their garments. They laid down palm branches that are on the mantle behind me. They laid them down. And it, uh, it represented a procession that a king would have, like uh, uh, the crowning of a king, and it's just ceremonial. It represented that they saw Jesus as king coming into Jerusalem. 
And it said they went out, uh, they went out to where he was, they're laying down garments, they're laying down palm branches, and they are, it says with a loud voice, they are praising him. And, and the, the caption of all this is, they are doing this because of all the wonderful things that he has done, the wonderful deeds that he has produced. The proclamation here in 1 Peter 2, 9 says that we are gonna proclaim or declare the wonderful deeds of he who has called us from out of darkness into a marvelous light. Um, I want you to see the transfer here. I'm out, uh, I'm, I'm moving out of darkness into light. It's, this couldn't have happened at a better day today. We've added to our filming a really bright LED light that's just above the camera. And um, I, I have a light fetish. I, I love light. And one of the reasons I love light is I don't like darkness. I just don't like it. Uh, now, can I, can I be a big boy? And sure, I, you know, I, I can walk to my deer stand or an area where I'm going to turkey hunt and pitch dark, but I just, I'm not, I'll do it, but it doesn't mean that I like it. Uh, my, Tucker and I were talking right before the service that we're presenting to you today. My uh, Polaris, I call it my buggy, my hunting buggy. I've got a big LED light right across the top of the windshield. And man, that thing, it'll light up a whole county. You know, I mean, it's, and, uh, and I love it. I mean, it's, um, I mean, it looks like an alien spaceship has landed somewhere. When I'm hunting down in Arkansas, we're in the middle of the night, we're going to the blind. It looks like there's a spaceship out there in the middle of that field. Um, and I, I don't, I want you to know I ran to the light. I want you to know that every one of us were in darkness. We were in darkness. And he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. How, how excellent is that? I want you to know that darkness has death and it, it has corruption there and it's sin-based and it's just nastiness. And he's called us into light where everything is exposed how excellent, since we're dealing with excellence, how excellent is that, that he wants his own people and he's calling each of us out of darkness into his wonderful light. I want to remind you this Easter season, this is the Sunday before Easter, that his sacrifice for our salvation is the most excellent work that has ever been done on the face of the earth. We may uh, talk about people in history and have them notarized as great men and women of history for what they have done. I just, I have to be the preacher here today and remind you that the most excellent work that has ever been done for mankind was his sacrifice for my life in the darkness and my salvation, which has called me to his wonderful, wonderful light. He has transferred me into that. I want the world to know of his wonderful deed. Nothing will ever, ever surpass this most excellent, wonderful work of our Lord than his sacrifice for my salvation. I just simply want to reflect that he has moved me from darkness, which I do not like, to his marvelous light. What does this look like? It is a life that pleases him. And listen, blesses others. Don't just stop it. Blesses, pleases him and blesses you. We don't stop there. It's it, this excellent life, 
whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, all of it wrapped up in this excellent picture of life. Uh, it's a life that pleases him and blesses others. If you do Philippians 4.8, if you concentrate and focus on that, and then in verse 9, Philippians 4.9, it says, do these things because the intent of thinking on them is to act, act on them. And you do these things, I mean, the excellence, you need to know that the excellence is going to occur. It will happen if you do these things. 2 Peter 3, 1 through 5 is another passage where Peter uses the same word that Paul used in Philippians 4. Peter uses it in 1 Peter 2, 9, and he uses it in 2 Peter 1, 3 through 5. It's the only place in the New Testament where uh, this word excellence is used are these three locations. Let me read 2 Peter 1, 3 through 5. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You, you see that? We're going to get it. Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory, and listen, and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, that through these you may escape. You hear that? I, I, I can escape out of the darkness from the corruption. I can escape out of the corruption that is in the world because of passion. And be, I can become a partaker of this divine nature of excellence, the spirit of excellence. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, which means excellence, and goodness, and, and virtue, it comes with absolute knowledge. We, we do wonderful deeds because he has done the most wonderful deed. Uh, how, how can you focus on that? This, this is Holy Week coming up. I want you to realize how he's called you out of darkness into light. I want you to dwell on that for a moment. I don't know any of us that like the darkness. He's called us to his light. That, that transfer is his most excellent work. His sacrifice for our salvation, nothing supersedes that in life, no matter what people do for you. A person could give you a billion dollars. It'll never match what Jesus has already done for you, his excellent work in our life. And then, then call it out in the lives of other people. When you see people leaving, live, living lives of excellence in their faith and even in their life, just remind them that they're able to do that because of the excellence of our Savior. So look at it in your own life. Call it out in the lives of other people. Brag on them. And uh, we remember, we do wonderful deeds, not because we're in competition, not because we're in one-up. We do wonderful deeds because of his most wonderful deed in our life. And I just leave you with this. Read everything you can about Daniel. Just read it. It's really good stuff. He, his life was incredible. And it, it, it's attributed because people were able to see the spirit of excellence in him. It's my prayer today that all of you all listening and watching, that people of this world, whether they're with you three seconds or they've been with you 30 years, they will see that you live with the spirit of excellence on your life. And may the Holy Spirit give you his spirit of excellence as you listen and you watch today. And remember, our excellence here on this earth is nothing more than a reflection 
of the excellence that's in our Lord and Savior. I love you and grace and peace to you today.